It is day three of Daf Chav Kimmel. We are holding the Gemara Daf Chav Kimmel Amad Aleph about five lines up from the bottom of the page. We've been learning about the sixth case in our Mishnah, the case that describes a newly created utensil that was created in a state of Tahara, and nonetheless, we have to dip it in a mikveh before using it for Kodesh, but not for Truma. And we explained yesterday the reason, because we're concerned that the spit of an Amaretz might have fallen onto it before it was completed, and that it remained wet after the item was completed, and the Chavet who created it didn't realise, and he therefore didn't guard it from becoming Tomei from the spit that fell on it before it was completed. The Gemara inferred from our Mishnah, the Gemara said, when our Mishnah says that an item that is newly created has to be dipped in a mikveh before using it for Kodesh, it means only dipped in a mikveh. But you don't have to wait for Har of Shemesh. You don't have to wait for nightfall. Normally, an item dipped in a mikveh is called a tvulyon. And then you have to wait for nightfall for the purification process to complete. But the Gemara says it seems from our Mishnah that in this particular rabbinic stringency, a case where we're particular about a newly created utensil, that we shouldn't use it for Kodesh until we dip it in a mikveh, in that very specific instance of needing a mikveh, the rabbis only decreed you need to dip it in a mikveh. But you don't have to wait until nightfall. That's what the Gemara suggested. The Gemara then said, that would appear to be not like the view of Rabbi Yezer. And the Gemara quoted a Mishnah. It was a Mishnah in Para. We explained in the Mishnah in Para that the rabbis wanted to create a public rejection of the view of the Sadducees. The Sadducees said that anything and anyone involved in the process and the rituals of the Para Aduma, the waters and the, the ashes of the red heifer, of the red cow, they had to be 100% pure. They had to be 100% tahor. But a full yom, Someone who had become impure, dipped in a mikveh and still hadn't waited for nightfall, a tful yom, could not be involved in the rituals of the Paraduma. But the rabbi said, no, that's not true. Even someone who's a tful yom could be involved in these rituals. And therefore, to publicly reject the view of the Sadducees, the rabbi said if you had a reed tube, a reed tube is a newly created utensil, like our Mishnah, a newly created utensil. Even if it was created in a state of Tara, and it's going to be used to carry the ashes of the Paraduma, the rabbi said, well, two views. Rabbi Yeshua said you have to make it Tommy first, and then dip it in a mikveh, and then you can use it, because that will show that you disagree with the view of the Sadducees, because you made it Tommy, then you dipped it in a mikveh, and then you used it before nightfall. So you showed the Sadducees that you used even an item that was a Tful Yom before a nightfall for the process and the rituals of the Paraduma, where Rabbi Yezer said, no, you can dip it in a mikveh immediately. So the Gemara today elaborates on why Rabbi Yezer cannot be consistent with the inference that we made from our Mishnah. The Gemara says, Bishlamala Rabbi Yeshua, I understand Rabbi Yeshua's position as we just explained a moment ago, that you first make this newly created reed tube utensil tummy and then you immerse it. That's a very clear demonstration to publicly negate the view of the Sadducees by making it tummy dipping it in a mikveh and then using it before nightfall, you very clearly show that you believe that someone who's a tful yom or something that's a tful yom that's been dipped in a mikveh but not waited till nightfall can be used for the service of the ashes of the Paraduma. Now before proceeding to the view of Rabbi Yezer, the Gemara produces a source showing that we need to negate the view of the Sadducees. This now as we learned in a Mishnah, this is a Mishnah in Parah. They would purposely make the Kohen who was going to burn the Paraduma, they would make him Tommy. They would take a dead sheret, a dead insect, and touch it on him to make him Tommy. 
In order to de- publicly discredit the opinion of the Stukim of the Sadducees, they used to say that the service of the Para Aduma could be performed by Kohanim who had become Tomei only if they had already experienced nightfall after their immersion. That's what we've said all along. That was the view of the Sadducees. You had to be 100% purified. You had to have your Harav Shemesh, your nightfall experience. But if you'd just been to the mikveh, that wasn't good enough. So according to Rabbi Yeshua, it's clear, it's understandable. Immersing the cut tube and using it before nightfall very clearly serves to repudiate, to reject the view of the Sadducees because he, he says you have to first make the tube contaminated, Tomei. So the tube is being used for the Paraduma ashes despite the fact that it is definitely a Tful Yom. You made it Tomei and then you dipped it in a mikvah and you used it before nightfall. Eleanor Abeliezer, but according to Abeliezer, we've got a problem. According to Abeliezer, we did not make this tube contaminated before dipping it in a mikveh. The only reason that we are dipping this reed tube in a mikveh is not because it's really Tomei, but because of a rabbinic stringency, as we've learned in our Mishnah, that utensils that were completed in a state of Tara have to be assumed to be Tomei if we want to use them for the purposes of Kodesh. How does that serve to repudiate, to reject the view of the Sadducees? If you're going to tell me that any time you have a new utensil, the rule is we assume that it's Tomei, and you have to dip it in a mikveh before using it, and you have to wait for nightfall. If that's the rule, that any time you have a new utensil, and as we said in the mission, you have to assume it's Tomei, if the rule is you have to dip it in a mikveh and wait for nightfall, so then, then that would make sense. I would understand that Rabbi Eliezer would be showing us, he would be rejecting the view of the Tzadukim by saying, look, generally speaking, when you have a new utensil, you have to assume it's Tomei, and you have to dip it in the mikveh and wait until nightfall. And I'm not doing that. I'm dipping it in the mikveh and not waiting till nightfall. So that's a public rejection of the view of the Sadducees. Whereas generally speaking, a new, a new utensil that was completed in a state of Tara needs to be dipped in a mikveh and then waiting till nightfall. Here, we're not waiting till nightfall. We're just using it after it was dipped in a mikveh. Ella, however... If, generally speaking, the rule is not that you have to wait till nightfall, but for a new utensil that was created in the state of Tara, you just have to assume it's Tomei and dip it in a mikveh, but not wait until nightfall, if that's the general rule, then what would be, what is Rebbe suggesting? What's the demonstration of a negation of the view of the Sadducees of the Tzadukim here in Rebbe procedure? In his view, this utensil that was completed in the state of Tahara would always be considered to be completely Tahara once you dip it in a mikveh. That's the general principle. So how would allowing it to be used after it was dipped in a mikveh reject the view of the Sadducees? It wouldn't. So it must be that Rebeliezer, Rebeliezer agrees with Rebbe Yeshua that we need a public demonstration of a rejection of the view of the Sadducees. Rebeliezer must hold that generally speaking, utensils completed in a state of Tara that we assume that they're Tamei, they require not just immersion, but also waiting till nightfall. He must hold that. Now the inference we made from our Mishnah was not that. The inference we made was that when we assume that a newly created utensil is richly impure, it requires immersion before use, but not waiting till nightfall. That's what we inferred from the Mishnah. But we've just proved that Rebeliezer must hold that the general rule is not just that you have to dip this newly created utensil that was created in the state of Tara in a mikveh, you also have to wait until nightfall. So Rebeliezer holds that the general rule is you have to wait until nightfall and 
we've said that the inference from the Mishnah is you do not have to wait until nightfall. So therefore the Gemara says that's how we know that Rebeliezer is not consistent with this inference from the Mishnah. So the Gemara counters, the Gemara says, maybe not all newly created utensils that were created in the state of Tara, of ritual purity, are equal. Maybe our Mishnah is talking about newly created utensils, but not ones that are created for the purposes of carrying the ash of the Paraduma. Maybe the rabbis decreed a higher level of requirements for the ones that are going to be used for the ashes of the Paraduma. The Gemara says, Amarav. Maybe the Mishnah could even could be consistent with the view of Rebeliezer. But even the Rebeliezer agrees with our inference from the Mishnah that generally speaking when it comes to newly created utensils that were created in the state of Tara that they are considered to be ritually impure and they only require dipping in a mikvah but not Tara of Shemesh, not waiting until nightfall. Nonetheless, when it comes to this reed that's being created specifically for the purposes of the Ash of the Paraduma, the rabbis decreed a higher level of ritual impurity. They decreed the equivalent of a Sheretz contaminated object onto this reed tube. And therefore the Gemara is saying when it comes to a newly created utensil that was created in a state of Tara, that we assume it's ritually impure, there are more than one category of these utensils. There's general utensils, which we have to assume are richly impure and have to be dipped in a mikveh before we use them, but we don't have to wait until nightfall. And then there are utensils that were created for the purposes of the ash of the paraduma, for that ritual, for those processes. And those, the rabbis said, are given a higher level of ritual impurity, which generally speaking would require us to not just dip it in a mikveh, but also wait until nightfall. And therefore, Rebeliezer comes along and says, look, even though we really should wait until nightfall for it to become fully pure, nonetheless, we're not going to wait here. We're going to just use it straight after dipping it in a mikvah because we're going to show the Sadducees, even though they know that we've given a higher elevated status of ritual impurity to this reed tube because it's being used for the ashes of the paraduma. And therefore, according to their view, the Sadducees would require us to wait until nightfall. Nonetheless, we, the rabbis, are going to use it even after it's only just been dipped in a mikvah. And therefore the Gemara says, Rebeliezer could be consistent with our Mishnah. We're going to hold it here for today. I wish you a very good day.